Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. Peace Supers, welcome back. I'm glad to be back. I appreciated the mid-season break. It just coincided with a really hectic time at work. But I missed it, and I missed you. So we're going to kick off this part of the season with an interview with Raphael Dubois, which was done a few weeks ago. He was in Miami. I was in Brighton. And he is a mental performance coach for the Blue Jays baseball team in Toronto. It's a really fascinating chat. He's a really open, honest, reflective guy. Also very humble. So I'll get onto that in just a moment. Before I do, I just want to share with you two reviews, which I'm just looking up on our Instagram feed, which is at people.soup. The first is from Katharina Belgraver, a counselling psychologist from Adelaide in Australia. Katharina said, Thanks again for your incredible work. So many gems to take away from each episode into therapy sessions with clients and into my own life, and an overall feeling of time well spent, warmth and smiles. Then we have Michaela Thomas at CBT Innovation, who said, I wanted to email with some praise for this podcast. It is inspiring for me and makes me feel up and close with the coolest activists. Well, Michaela and Katharina, thank you so much for that. Really made my day, week, month, year when I received those. It really makes me proud of what I'm, I'm attempting to do here and really grateful that people are listening and that we're reaching a wider audience with something that hopefully is useful. So, oh, you may have just heard a whippet having a bit of a shake in the background. I'm sitting on the sofa here at home, and I think Basil's just woken up, and Fiona is still asleep. Anyway, I'm going to let you listen on to the first part of the interview with Raphael Dubois. You'll find out quite a lot about baseball and the structure of this enormous organisation, and also hear from the wonderful guy that is Raphael. So, hope you enjoy it. Hey, P-Supers. I am delighted to be joined by a guest from afar. It's Raphael Dubois, who is a mental performance coach for the Blue Jays baseball team. Raphael, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Ross. I appreciate it. Hey, man, we did have... We've turned off the videos now on Skype, but you did see... And I've, I think I've got even got photographic evidence that I'm wearing my Blue Jays baseball cap, which I think may have impressed you slightly. <laughs> yes, yes, it did, it did impress me. I have to be honest, uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't buy any more merchandise. So maybe next time I'm over in Toronto, I'll get I'll get some more stuff to to wow you with more. Of course, I don't think I don't think that like, you have to to get uh, or buy it. I I can I can definitely get some 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 gear for you. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! That, that wasn't a hint. Well, it might have been a slight hint. But, um, <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. So, where tell me where you are? Where are you today? Well, um, right now I'm in Miami, Florida, and and just for for a little bit of context for for the peace supers out there and. English is not my my first language, so if you hear an accent or if I mispronounce some some words or 
a funny accent, just please, you know, just bear, bear with me. <laughs> Amigo, but, to, to, English, um, to English is perfecto para mí, so no hay problemas. Okay. Oh, el español está muy bueno. Pues mi marido es español, pero oh. mi, mi español no es perfecto o fluido, pero puedo entender más o menos. Bueno, yo lo escucho muy bien. Oh, muchas gracias. Now that will have thoroughly confused our peacekeepers. That was just a bit of, you know, boys talk in Spanish at peacekeepers. I'll tell you what it means later. Um, no, I'm joking. We were just, I was just showing off a little bit, um, but um, anyway. Yes. <laughs> but, but your accent is perfect so, for me, Rafael, so, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and well, like I was saying, I'm, I'm right now I'm in Miami, Florida. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Caracas, Venezuela. Um, being here, living in, in the United States and Miami specifically for probably over a little bit more over 20 years, 21 around there, um, kind of like lost, lost track of it by now. Uh, mm. And yeah, that's, that's, this is the geographically place that I am right, right, I'm right now. <laughs> so I suspect Miami, um, a beach city, I believe, will be slightly warmer than the beach city I'm in, Brighton in the UK. It's about, I think it's about 14 degrees here today. What's the temperature like there? Well, <laughs> I mean, there right now it's about, probably about 95 uh, Fahrenheit degrees. Um, so, so yeah, it's a little bit different and definitely it is a, it is a, a beach town, but I am, I am kind of far from the beaches, probably I'm around 35, 40 minutes from, okay. from the actual ocean. So I'm more inland. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, maybe if I just tell, tell the Peace Supers, I think I mentioned that we met at the ACBS World Conference in Montreal, which was, um, which was when, which was in July earlier this year. Yeah. And yeah, we kept, correct. Yeah, yeah. we kept bumping into each other at the same talks and seminars, and we got chatting, and hence we're here, having this conversation. Yes. So, so what people, yes, yes. what people soup is, is is just trying to share behavioural science for people in the workplace and for practitioners in the workplace. So I'm really excited to have you as a guest because it's a totally different type of workplace than I that I have exposure to. So. Just really interested to have a chat, really. Awesome, yeah, yeah. Looking, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah, I'm so excited. yeah. So, so would you mind, Raphael, just telling us a bit more about about your role? What what is a mental performance coach? Yeah, so a mental performance coach is um, from for, from my experience and perspective is 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 a little bit different, and and I'll explain why I say that, but. Uh, basically, a mental performance coach is somebody that help players to achieve what they want to achieve, and and without without any thoughts or feelings getting in in the way of them achieving whatever they wanna they wanna do. And mm. um, so, pretty much is is what what we call sports psychologists, obviously. We cannot call ourselves a sports psychologists because we're not really psychologists, and that's kind of like another another 
another different thing. But um, so pretty much we 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 help the players um, achieve their dreams and help them in the process of uh, what they want to do in life and professionally and and, and personal life. Uh, for me, it's a, it's a little bit different because I I am from another country. I I I've been living in the states for for a while, like I mentioned before, and uh, that experience and 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 that life experience has, has helped me be able to help the young guys that come from South America or, or for for the career from the Caribbean and kind of like my role is a little bit of a mentorship and and you know help them with with life skills, help them with uh, cultural, you know, acclimatization to, to, to a different country. And, and so that's kind of like the role that I am right now, mm. uh, because being Hispanic and, and, you know, having a big percentage of Hispanic, uh, descendant players, uh, is, 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 is really needed, you know, and, and that was something that, that it was missing or, or, you know, like baseball has been having, Spanish-speaking people, uh, players, and 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 Hispanic players from from a long time, you know, mm. like like 40, 50 plus years, and and obviously there were some big challenges years years ago, and 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 obviously throughout the times, and you know, like now uh, Major League Baseball and the game of baseball expanding to to another horizons, you know, and to to another. To another parts of the world is 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 creating this this big um, influence of, of Latin players mm. and 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 obviously all of them they always need uh, that support and, and yeah. somebody that can actually they can relate to and and that they that understands what they're going through what they what they went through because you know like I I I've been through that you know and and. So, so it's, it's kind of like a mentorship for, for these yeah. young guys. I, I love that, that, that. So what I'm getting, Rafael, is that do you understand the, the context of someone who's moved from Venezuela yourself to the States? Correct, correct. And you can, yes. you can bring that yes. experience yes. And, all, and all your professional skills as well to understand, understand that context. I'm also, I'm also really, really interested in... You said you work with them on their uh, the players on their professional goals and ambitions, but also their whole lives. Which, yes, which yes. I think it's something in in the workplaces that I work in. It's something we're recognizing more and more that you can't just treat the work life as separate from the rest of the life. It, totally. I mean, and and it's like like I always tell my players and. Uh, baseball is just what you do. I mean, it's not really who you are. Uh, and, you know, and, and some, you know, like young, younger guys really, they, they think that that baseball is, is, is who they are and like, and, and, and it's everything. And, and, and yeah, and it, it, for some, from some uh, kids or, or young guys, it might be it, or they might see it like that because that's probably the only way that they're going to be able to, to provide for their family, or they they they're gonna be able to change the kind of life they have in in, in South America or, or or the Caribbean, and so so it is different from those guys because that's everything they have. I mean, the majority of these kids, unfortunately, they haven't 
really been able to get a, a, an appropriate education. They haven't been able to 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 get the resources they they mm. need to succeed in life. And compared to probably players from the United States, where they they had an opportunity to go to, to to a high school, they had an opportunity to go to college. You know, so mm. obviously it is a little different because if you if you go and you get drafted and and you are from the United States or or doesn't have to be the United States or Canada or you know so but somewhere that you were able to have an education is 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 easier to if baseball doesn't happen if this if baseball doesn't mm. work out they can go back and and they can they can go back to to get a job because they have an education but it is different from the sure. from the Latin American guys because this is this is everything they have but going back to to the point mm. um, that's something that I always tell them you know like hey you are you are a person first you are you know like you need to take care of you as an individual as a human being mm. in order to be successful in what you want to do which is baseball but baseball is just something that you do is your work is 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 your passion but what about you as a person mm. as an individual you know yeah and i think i think that's something probably everyone in the workplace can face whether you're working in an office or whether you're a baseball player that 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 the 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 work can it can feel like our whole lives yeah yeah wow yeah totally yeah, yeah, and sometimes yeah. we forget that. Sometimes we forget that, you know, is is we get so caught up in 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 life and and responsibilities and and that that we forget that. I mean, we we're humans too, you know. I mean, mm. this is you know, what about what about us, you know? Absolutely. Now, now I said earlier we met at a conference, uh, Association for Contextual Behavioral Science, and we both have an interest in ACT. So. I'm interested. When when did you first come across ACT? Um, the first time I, I, I came across ACT um, was probably when I started working for the Blue Jays. Uh, um, I mean, probably I obviously I I read some stuff throughout my my master's program and and uh, kind of like knew about it from just from like you know books or something but it wasn't I didn't really know what it was and it wasn't until I got to to the Blue Jays um with uh, my former my former supervisor Patty Steinford and he kind of like was the one that that, that showed me a little bit about the whole you know the act and but still it was really really limited knowledge and 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 it took it took a little bit of time to actually understand mm. a little bit of the process and and how it works. But to be honest with you, um, uh, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to um, the peace supers out there to think like, oh well, you know, he he's he's a really rookie guy because because I am, you know. And and honestly, it wasn't until a few months ago. Uh, uh, you know, pretty much leading into into the conference when I actually understood like what I've been doing for the past two years, and you know, it was really pretty much at the conference when I started like like on making sense of the things that I was doing for mm. two years. And I don't know if that makes sense. Um, 
I, I, th I think it does because I think um, I think the practice can come before the the understanding of the theory, and I think the practice is probably probably the most valuable thing. It's it's learning the skills. It's having that connection with people and that warmth. Right, right, and 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 yeah, it, it was something that it kind of like created a connection in my brain. It's like wow, like, yes, this is what I've been doing for the past two, three years without really knowing mm. fully how to do it. And I still, I mean, I'm still really, really, you know, like low level of knowledge. And, and I think like, like, you know, it's still so much to learn, but it's mm. something that when I actually understood a little bit more and, and had a better clarity of how this can change lives pretty much and, and, mm. and be able to 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 make a change in, in people's life um it, it was when when it really clicked you know and 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 and, and it's a combination of, of 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 things you know like i i got to that conference because one of my co-workers this year i mean she's from she's from mexico uh, tanya tanya bialotowski she she was the one that actually introduced me to to this conference and 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 it was it was mind-blowing it was it was mm. uh, i mean for me life life changing pretty much you know so wow. so I'm, I'm i'm so grateful for for her to to actually le letting me know about the conference and and seeing seeing everything that that i that i saw there was 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 amazing yeah me too i think it was uh, a phenomenal conference a little bit exhausting at times to be honest but um oh yeah it oh, was yeah. it was it was amazing and i'm still kind of trying to gather my thoughts on what i actually learned and heard and saw at that conference because i think it, it's for <laughs> yes. me it's taking it's taking a while to to filter through some of the stuff yeah well, yeah have you have you been to the conference before, like to that to that conference before, no. or was it your your first time as well? It was my first time as well. I've been to the there's a they they run a UK and Republic of Ireland conference every I think oh. every two years, and I've been to that okay. a couple of years ago, but that was that was relatively small in comparison. But that was my um, first world conference. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, at least that that doesn't make me feel that bad then. No, and and I love hearing because I think I think we're all still learning these skills and the this science. I don't think there's ever a point we reach when we go, yeah, nailed, nailed that. I've nailed that. Exactly right. It's true. You're, yeah, you're right. You're right. And yeah, even even Tanya, the the person that I just mentioned before, my co-worker in the Blue Jays. Um, I mean, even even her, she's been doing it for for four or five years, mm. and 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 you know, in like, in like a in, in in a good in a good set skill, you know, and mm. and and she still says, "Hey, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's I'm learning every day. Yeah, every I, day I'm learning something, and and so yeah." And, and one of our previous episodes from this season was a guy called Johnny Line, who is a He's just finished off his master's in organizational psychology, so he's relatively new to act, probably newer huh. than you and me. And wow! But but you get different insights. He he had some amazing insights. We all have different perspectives. 
which I think is another really interesting thing about ACT, that it really embraces all those different perspectives. So we've, we, I think we've all got something to give because, A, we're all human, as you've said, and B, we recognize the impact it can have. Yeah, and, and, and for me, honestly, Ross, like, uh, I mean, my, my career path has been a little bit, um, I don't know how to find the, the best word for it, but it's just been different, I guess. You mm. know, like, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into detail details, but I kind of, like, went to music school when I was a really young age. Mm. Uh, like music music like reading music and and, mm. and instruments and stuff and from there i decided that i wanted to play baseball so i went i quit them quit the music to play baseball i played baseball for a good amount of years i mean when i say quit i mean like i just didn't you know like kept pursuing my <laughs> i mean yeah because i still love music and i but anyway so so i went to play baseball i played for for many years uh never signed professionally, never, wasn't really, really never uh, something that I wanted to do or knew how to do it. Uh, and my family didn't really know how to do that either. So it was just more out of passion and out mm. of, you know, like, like love for the game and kind of like life put me into music again, kind of like in the music business industry a little bit. And, but, and then through that period of time, I end up going back to baseball doing a documentary that I was working with a, with a former big league player. Um, and, and, and then I kind of like, you know, like got in love back with baseball again mm. at that point and, and didn't really know how, how I was, how I was going to get into the game. I knew coaching wise was really difficult because, um, because I never really was in a minor league system or, or none like that. So obviously coaches positions goes to, to guys that really had playing professional playing experience and all this. So, but I realized since I'm since really, really young age, I will always love to hear and listen to people and mm. f friends, you know, since I was 10, 11 years old, my friends at the same age will come and talk to me about something or about mm. something that is going on in, in, in their house. Or like, they will always look for me to talk to me about things. And, and I'm, I'm just a little kid, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. Like I'm just here listening to, you know, like, uh, whatever they're saying. And I'm just trying to, you know, say something back to them. And I guess because my mom always, you know, she was, well, she's like always given encouragement and, and, and positive feedback and, you know, like, like, and I think like I get that from her. Mm. So, so I always like to be able to help because I think my mom is, is like that. Like she's always trying to give you support in, in, in everything. And, and she was doing pretty much act since I was a little kid, but her not knowing that or me not knowing that but now that i that i look back it's like hey my mom was, was always doing act you know wow and, and like hey if something happened i mean i mean in a really basic and, and mm -hmm. you know but but like hey if if something happened it's because it's meant to be what you're going to do about it like you know like there is nothing we can do and my dad as well my dad was was like that too mm. and and but anyway so i don't want to get to this to to away from the conversation but so 
I having that when I was getting my my sports management degree because mm. I say well the way to go back to the game is probably getting a degree in sports management. Yeah, you know, so so I can get a, an office job or something in baseball. And when I was doing that, I got across a sports psychology, and mm. that was kind of like in that moment was like a life realization. It's like I know how I'm gonna get back to the game, and I know what I'm gonna do, and I know. I mean, like, I know that this is what it is and this is the path that I want to take. And 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 that's how I went into sports psychology. And and it was kind of like something that has always been there, being yeah. able to help, being able to, to give back and being able to support people. Mm. But in a population that I was passionate about, which which was baseball players and coaches. Wow. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah. like, it's like the coming together of, of, of lots of different strands of your life I guess love yeah, hearing that totally. thank you and totally yeah yeah and yeah it feels like you're really living your purpose yeah it, it feels like too it feels like too I mean I think like everybody sometimes you know you 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 go through 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 difficult times you know mm. and and personally and professionally but um I mean, difficult times. When I say difficult times, it's just bumps on the road, you know. Like, mm. no, you know. But there is always, always something, you know. But, but I think like reminding me myself that the importance and 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 actually having a conversation like this, you know, it kind of like reminds me that hey, like this is this is something that that you always mean want to do do and and there is a purpose for it and there mm. is a reason, you know. Yeah. So. And I, I love it that you're you're capturing that that recognition of this is your purpose in in that moment. And even even when you say your mum was practicing act, I think that just emphasizes for me how human it is, how it really it really respects the human condition and how it makes it accessible for people as well. And we might and we recognize stuff. Looking back, we can recognize right. stuff that is really act consistent. We love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, are, yeah. are there any particular elements of act that, that 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 really excite you or ignite you that maybe either on yourself or on the people you coach? I think, um, I mean, and, and forgive me, you know, if like the technical terms or, or technical, you know, like I might not have like some technical specific terms, but I think. You know when when we need to help them see it for themselves. You know, like when you're when you're just asking the right questions about what is what they want to do and what is what is getting in the way for them to to get it mm. and 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 the actual okay, like what are you gonna do about it? And I think the beauty the beauty of it for me is that we're not we're not. We're just getting information from them. I mean, like we're yeah. just like they have the answers and 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 they know what they need to do. They just only have to see it, you know, and then mm. they have to to realize that they, you know, like when you explore those those elements of okay, like what what is the ideal scenario and what is what you want to do and where where is what you want to be at and say so, well here, and then what is getting on the way? Well, bang bang bang. Okay, how? Mm. How you're gonna get that out of the, of the way to to get there, or or mm. and 
I might that might be a probably three different steps that you ask me use for one, but I think like the whole that whole process mm. is, is 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 you know it's what I really love. Yeah. So it's that it's that bit around where do they want to be, and I love the way you say like what what's what's getting in the way, but but the the resources or the uh, are inside them. Yeah, to, to exactly. resolve this. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, and that's what I that's what I love. That's one of the things that I love the most, you know. It's like it's it's not really you giving them a solution, it's mm. just you giving them a tool to find that solution because you know, most of the time they have it and if they don't have it, they they can see what they need to do or who needs to be involved in order to to make that happen, you know, mm. or whatever it is, you know, like what is the specific action you need to do? What is this a specific thing that you need to say to somebody. What is you know like mm. where are these specific things that are gonna that are gonna make that happen, you know? Yeah, and I think I love it that you say what do you need to do, but do you need to anyone else's? What I'm getting, I think, is do you need anyone else's support, or is there anyone else you need to speak to? So it's it's looking at the resources around someone as well. Right. Because they 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 might know what they need to do, but it might not be up to them. Or I mean, it might it, obviously it's up to them to some to certain level, but um, you know, like probably not everything is on their side. You know, like they probably need to do something with either something else or somebody else, or you know, like like that that needs to. But it's finding that that. That specific thing. Mm. And do you work with uh, players and non-players in the Blue Jays, or is it just just players you work with? No, 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 no. Um, I, 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 most of my work at, to to this point is is with players, but I do a um, a good amount of work with with coaches and and when we, what we call the coordinators which is kind of like the coordinators is like the position that are like the coaches supervisors mm -hmm. so so for example we have seven teams in in throughout organization yeah wow. seven, seven or eight yeah seven um so we have our first our first uh, team which is in the Dominican Republic which is the academy which is like the first first level for international players, right, and then from there they go to to Dunedin, which where where we have what we call the rookie the rookie league, mm -hmm. um, and then from there they have a, a short season rookie uh, that they play in Bluefield, West Virginia. Then from there they they go to a short season in Vancouver, Canada. Right. Then Lansing, Michigan, our regular A team. Yeah. Then in, back in Dunedin, uh, back in Dunedin, the high A team. So that's six. Our double A team, New Hampshire, and our triple A team in in Buffalo, New York. So that's eight eight minor league teams plus yeah. the big league team, which is the the Toronto Blue Jays. So it's it's in total of nine teams. And wow. So. That's, so that's an so incredibly coaches, yeah, large yeah. organization. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is a big operation. It's, it is. It's a. It's a quite quite big operation. And um, so obviously, for each of these teams that I'm mentioning, you're going to have a manager. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a pitching coach. You're going to have a hitting coach. You're going to have a position coach, and and that's pretty much four coaches per each team. 
and and then so there is there is a coordinator which supervises the work of the coaches in each of those teams. Mm -hmm. You know, so you have a pitching coordinator, you have a hitting coordinator, you have a catching coordinator, which they kind of like oversee the work of the coaches. Now, mm -hmm. at the same time, uh, mental performance coaches they because we cannot reach to every single player every time. So no, no. the 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 best way for us to to be able to to get to more to more um, athletes and to make more impact is obviously throughout the coaches, like teaching and coaching the coaches on how to to help players in certain ways. Obviously, there are some you know, like, like really technical stuff if they're working on something personal or something. But, but it's if like general performance, performance mm. things. And usually, usually for the most part, we kind of like get the same, you know, some cases or some difficulties or same things that they're working. So we kind of like teach coaches and help coaches so they can help players. Obviously, you know, if there is something that is kind of like out of their, their expertise, you know, they, they reach out to one of us and, and and we try to get in contact directly with the player but um so yeah that's that's kind of like like how 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 it is thank you thanks i love that i i had no idea it was such a complex organization with those different locations the different levels of team but also the, right. the number of different uh coaches and and coordinators that's oh, phenomenal yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a big operation. And, and then from there, I do also some work with, with front office staff. Mm -hmm. uh, probably that work, probably most of the time is more, you know, like coordinate, coordination, uh, you know, of programs or, 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 you know, more like work related stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, but sometimes, you know, front office staff, they're, they're performers too, you know, and, and, you, you know, as long as you do something, you are a performer, you know, yeah. so that's, that's where we, that's where we're there to help. And that's where we're there to, 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 yeah, to be able to support them. But we usually, we usually don't work too much with front office staff, but there is a, what we call an EAP, which is an employee assistant program, yeah. which is kind of like the clinical, the clinical psychology of the organization. Like right. it's kind of like, he's the, the actual clinical person. Mm. So he, he does deal with, with front office staff in more personal situations mm. and they're more kind of like, yeah, more clinical stuff, you know? So peacekeepers, there you have it. There endeth part one. Such a lovely guy, so, so humble, honest, open. Hope you enjoyed it. Can't wait to share the second part of the interview with you next week when we continue the conversation and also get a great takeaway from Raphael. I'd love to hear from you, P-Supers. I think some of you know how to get in touch on email at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com, on Instagram at people.soup, and on Twitter at peoplesouppod. We're now on every bloomin' platform available, I think. But the biggies are Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, and many more. We're on Google Podcasts as well. So you can find us in many, many places. 
What helps me spread the word about this show is if you subscribe, download and review. Five stars are always very much appreciated and you'll get a shout out also on the show. Only remains for me to say it's great to be back. Thanks to Raphael. Thanks to Andy Glenn for his spoon magic and look forward to catching up very soon. Have a great week and take care. Bye for now. A boy yes. can dream, you know, as you say. So, so who knows? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And if you guys come to Miami, you guys have a, a house here. So, oh, you're, so you're, you're a very kind man. Sure. Thank you, thank you. <laughs>